His YouTube channel is one of my favorite new YouTube channels. Uh, well over 100 videos posted already, all to do with food. Chris Father Gilbrown from That's Rank, welcome back. Thank you very much for having me back on the show. Have you had a coffee yet today? I have had my coffee, and I was going to ask the same thing to you. You're Canadian, and if I mention Canada and coffee, you immediately think... Uh, McDonald's, naturally. Yeah, no. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, Tim's. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to have to kick you out of the country for that one. Uh, Tim, yeah. Tim Hortons, classic institution, even if you like McDonald's coffee better, and most people do. It, Tim Hortons is the Canadian classic It is. It's the icon. Donuts, coffee, and since the 90s, of course, bagels. And as I say that, actually, you must remember the obnoxious campaign that introduced the bagels, right? Yes, we have bagels. Right. Yeah, I had friends who worked there during that time frame, and I know they hated that series of commercials because every, every single customer, customer coming, you have bagels? And- <laughs> yes. Yeah, they we had to do it bagels. like train circus animals every single time without question. Too funny. Anyway, so that's it. You know, core basics, coffee, donuts, bagels. And now coming soon ice cream what yeah there's five new flavors that are gonna be hitting the store shelves in the near future they've got fruit explosion that is based off their muffin of the same name (laughs) okay double chocolate donut salted Mm -hmm. caramel ice cap birthday cake timbits and apple fritter I could see the, the, the pondering going on. I'm not right sure now. if any of those have me excited enough to fire up the milk truck and head over. I'm with you. It's a little bit weird and definitely outside what I would traditionally put with Tim Hortons. But, you know, this is not the first time they've gone in a weird direction. Well, I thought the Tim Beebs thing was weird, and yet their stocks, what, doubled? I mean, like, it pretty much saved their bacon. It did, and it's still selling like crazy, and I don't think it's coming away anytime soon. I Would you? <laughs> I, I mean, no, if it was selling, no, for sure. Exactly. I, I milk that for everything it's worth. But did you know they also have their own line of granola bars? That, <sighs> so they have double chocolate. Because when I think health salted, food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, double chocolate, salted caramel. Cafe Mocha, Boston Cream, Apple Fritter, and uh, Blueberry. I have tried all of them on my channel in the past. And again, okay, so we're still in sort of the baked goods land. So maybe they they haven't gone too far outside, except we're we're not done, John. Um, You're familiar with chocolate bars, right? You've had a chocolate bar or two over Uh, your life? Look at me, Chris, yes. Yeah, okay. Well, they've also introduced coffee bars. So... In the place of chocolate, it's coffee in a bar form. So, like, coffee crisp, but we can't call it that because we don't own the, the, the trademark? No, there's no chocolate in these whatsoever. It's literally solidified Then what's the, why did coffee. you tee it up as a chocolate bar? Go to your room. Well, I, I it's the best way to describe it. It's it's a coffee bar. And it's a bar. Dark, it's not a chocolate bar. Roast, Chris. French vanilla and double-double. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's the same vein. But Okay, yeah, so it's a, I, it's a snack bar. It's a snack bar. And the, the ones I tried were awful, um, but it's possible I didn't follow the instructions that were clearly marked on the label because it tells you to keep it in a cool, dry place. Maybe my places were hot and moist. I don't know. Anyway. I don't want to talk about your places. I'm pretty, well, I figured that was the direction that we were no. headed. But, you know, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that they also have a lineup of breakfast cereal. So they have Timbit cereal, two of them, birthday cake and chocolate glazed. I knew and they, they, I knew they have, had a Timbit one. 
But they also have a mocha cereal with little tiny marshmallows in it as well. And the mocha one, everything's shaped like dog kibble, and it smells like dog kibble. Um, but you know what it tastes like? Dog it, kibble? It tastes like dog kibble. Yeah, you got it. Spot on. <laughs> where, where are all of these things available? Are these at their stores? Those are at the regular grocery stores. Uh, you can get it at any Loblaws store, you know, Real Canadian, any of those places. I, I've seen them on shelves all over. Oh, it's, my. Major distribution on the part of Tim Hortons. So that's uh, that's their grocery lineup of stuff. None of it good. I do have high hopes for the ice cream, though, because ice cream never lets me down. All right. And if people want to do a deep dive on this stuff and see your reactions and see you in action, uh, they can always go to your YouTube channel. Of course, YouTube.com slash That's Rank. Canada's money coach, Judith Kane, is with us and in a good mood. You're singing. If I had a million dollars. <laughs> a million dollars isn't what it used to be, though, Judith Kane. No, I agree. It's not what it used to be. But you know what? What? It does buy a few things or it does, you know, help get out of debt. Oh, what would you do if you want a million dollars, John? I was just going to say, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't turn it down. Um <laughs> If I won a million dollars, what would I do? Um, pay off the debt that I currently have, and I I would travel. I, I would want to see. I would want to go places and see things. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. What would you like to see? Europe. Okay. I've what seen, else would you do with a million bucks? I, I think by the time I pay off my debts and see Europe, uh, I you'd have money. You'd have money left. You think? Yeah, I do. Um. How about that little Invest it. cottage in New Brunswick? See, but that's paid for. <laughs> but would you do something to it? Like maybe get Starlink so that you could get half decent <laughs> Wi-Fi? <laughs> Are you listening, Elon Musk? Um Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go and I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get better internet. You know, it's funny that we're having this conversation because the only reason there's internet there at all is the woman who has the cottage very next door was very, very wealthy and was able to actually pay to have them come from the village up the highway, down the road, and and actually do a drop where we could have the internet. That was years ago, of course. Now of course, but yeah. Um, and so I, I, yeah, I would upgrade the internet. I don't know that it would cost me all that much because I think five is probably there come this spring. Ooh, it's so close. You can taste it. Right. Yes. So a million dollars, you're right. Isn't, isn't, it, it's not like, it's just like penny candy, right? You can't buy penny candy anymore. You can't go into a little grocery store and buy penny candy, but a million dollars still, gives you pause. What would you do if you won a million dollars? I've actually had clients, a couple of clients that have won the lottery. Oh, wow. And the first thing that both of them did was they put some money in an account because they wanted to give to certain charities, but they didn't know who they wanted to give to yet, but they wanted to make sure that they put that money aside so that anything else they had, they could do whatever they wanted with. And um, so one client blew the money, mm. actually blew the money. As, as much as I tried to get her to, you know, make some other decisions, she did pay off her mortgage and she did um, some uh, pay off her car, but she, she didn't invest and blew the rest. And then, um, and then I had another client who actually came up with a plan, did the right thing and, and wrote, sat down and wrote out what it would look like 
to do all of these things. And so paid off debt, helped his kids, you know, made some donations to charity and put the rest into um, investments. And it brought his retirement a little bit closer, maybe by a couple of years, but that, you know, makes sure. a difference. Sure. So I think that it's not a bad exercise to do when you're kind of sitting around on a bright, sunny day and just write down some notes on what you would do if, if you won a million dollars. And the reason I say that is because, you know, if you write it down, sometimes it comes true. <laughs> but it also but it also gives you an idea. It starts you thinking because you don't have the million yeah. dollars. Yeah. So it, it 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 forces you to think about things that maybe you don't have the opportunity to do, but maybe you look at the list you've made and say, Hey, right. you know what? I could actually do some of these things with the situation we're in now if we just made a few changes. Yeah, it, it takes it from a dream and makes it a, a little bit more plausible. You know, when you see it on paper. And, and I mean, I, I witnessed this. Um, people moved into my parents' neighborhood years ago. They basically, they came from not very much. And they won a lottery. I don't know how much they won. Um, but suddenly they went from living in like a rental property to living in a five-bedroom home in an affluent neighborhood. And it was motorcycles and it was boats and it was cars. And it was, you know, taking all the drywall out and, and doing surround sound. And they were in the neighborhood for about a year and a half before everything was being repossessed. You know, oh, yeah, because yeah. when you're there when, used to be a, when you don't when you don't have a plan for it, it can really fall out from underneath you quickly. Yes. And you would be surprised how large your family is when you win the lottery. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> and how how close some of your friends become. Absolutely. But, but seriously, there used to be a show on TV that show that that followed stories of people who won. And these are the big lotteries, like hundreds of billions of dollars in the States. And they had fancy homes and cars and, you know, traveled and private planes and you know five years later they're back to where they were even in worse situation yep. than they were yep. so i think i think you know what this leads to is um it, it's important to really plan what you want to happen and and once you start writing stuff down on paper you realize that it's not as out of reach as you think it might be yeah, I, so don't, I, don't, I don't think a million dollars is too far-fetched. I'm looking at vehicles for sale right now because my, my lease is coming up in a year. Um, and some of these vehicles, uh, the asking price is what I paid for my first home. So, yeah. you know, we're closing that gap on, you know, when I bought my first home, a million dollars was a lot of money. It's not yeah. what it was. It's definitely not. And, and as far as your lease coming due, um, what I have found is because the price of used cars has gone up so dramatically mm. that um, the buyouts on leases are actually reasonable. And if you can find a way to finance the buyout on your lease, if it's a car that is holding its value, then sometimes it's better to you know, talk to your bank and see if you can get add it to your line of credit or get a loan. Um, sometimes that's a better way to do it than it is to go look at a new vehicle or even a used vehicle. Can I finance the gas that this vehicle takes, though? That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I know it question. is. That's it the million-dollar question. See what I did it's there? It's the struggle. It's the struggle. Well, I'm hoping that it'll encourage more people to walk places or to ride their bikes places or to, you know, All right, think about- Well, this has been a fun conversation. <laughs> so uh, how do people get in touch with you if they want to read more articles or even hit you up for some one-on-one -on -one financial coaching? Oh, you can reach me at <laughs> judithkane.com. It can't get any simpler than that. And there's no walking required to get there on the internet. Thank you, Judith Kane. 
It's the Milkman, John Milky, with your John Joke of the Day. So I told my boss that three companies are after me, and I would need a raise in order to stay in my current job. Well, of course, he asked which companies, to which I replied, well, the phone company, the electric company, and the cable company. WittyWittier.com is the home of my favorite movie reviewer ever, Keith Witty Whittier. Hi, and welcome back to the Milkman Show. Today we're talking about, oh God, jackass forever. Let me tell you something, my friend. You got to take that groan out of your voice. I can't, they do though. The, they, they do the crazy stunts so we don't have to. Uh, but when you, when you go into this movie, it starts off with, don't try this at home. Don't worry, I won't. <laughs> I had no plans to. Now, this, of course, is based on um, the uh, this is just a continuation of the the old MTV show. Mm-hmm. This is, I believe, the fourth film. And Johnny Knoxville and his crew are still doing absolutely crazy stunts. But I will tell you something in these times where you need a good laugh. This is fun. I mean, when I think of great comedy troops, I think of troops like Monty Python and Broken Lizard and things of that nature. You know what? This is this might ruffle some feathers, but let's throw the Jackass crew in there. No, they're a, they're a close. They're, listen, they are a no. close group of friends who are definitely trying to make people laugh. Who are extremely successful at doing so. Do I think they're at the same caliber? No, but okay. at the end of the day, what is the end result? To make people laugh. This is an overwhelmingly successful franchise, my friend. No, I, Jackass. No argument here that i i yeah i i just because i don't get it doesn't mean i admonish or, or don't admit to the fact that yeah it makes a lot of money yeah yeah again so i think this is a very entertaining film i think that um that what works what works with this is that there's clearly an audience for it mm-hmm. they could keep making these and you could have uh, they're, they're introducing new new people to the cast and it's a fun movie and the movie like again i said the movie works um you're seeing a lot of cross-brand promotion. We've got Johnny Knoxville showing up in WWE events right now. It's ridiculous. So I appreciate the marketing. I appreciate the 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 savvy behind this. Again, is it something that I would want to go and do? Absolutely not. But I did. I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't find it entertaining. And I'm not going to be surprised if we see if we see more Jackass movies in the future. I recommend this movie. I think it's a good laugh. Is it going to be for everybody? No, I mean you're probably sitting there shaking your head through this whole review, but I will tell you, it works. <laughs> you have the you have the benefit of seeing me and knowing for a fact that I am. <laughs> yeah. We're breaking the fourth wall. It's entertaining and it works. Jackass forever. It gets a B from me. Keith Whittier. Um, we'll agree to disagree on anything Jackass, but there it is. From uh, your website again is wittywittier.com. Right on.